0: What's up, everybody?
1: I am Travesty. And I'm Cartoon Joe.
0: Guys, welcome back to another episode of This freaking Show. It is the weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. The same weekly bro- uh, podcast that is brought to you through FreakNetStudios.com. Check out FreakNetStudios.com and check out all the podcasts that we are associated with. Nice. Uh, right? Short. Simple, sweet.
1: Mm-hmm. Get it
0: out there, let people know where we're at.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean you can head over there, you can hear uh, such great classics as uh, just freaking wrestling or the gray area. It's a solid place. I'm yeah. told.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a nifty little website. I don't wanna I don't wanna take credit for it, but I did it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Joe, how you doing man? I'm alright. I, uh, someone is cooking some, some charcoal outside my window, so it smells like carbon monoxide in my room, but otherwise, great.
0: Mm. Is it a is it good smell on carbon monoxide at least?
1: like
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Like uh, a,
1: it's, like that, a, it's that, it's that a delicious. Yeah. 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 It's that delicious dark smell where it's like, I don't think I should be breathing this, but I am, and it smells good, <laughs> so we're going to live with it. Hopefully. Oh, until we die with it, you know what I'm
0: saying? Alright, go out smelling something good
1: though. Right?
0: Yeah. Guys, if you remember, uh, I want to say it was about a month ago, uh, we, uh, we took an online quiz that, uh, determined, uh, what, uh, political party, uh, we best, uh, associate with. Including, uh, the presidents that we should, uh, vote for and all that stuff, and we had so much fun doing it, uh, we decided that we're going to, um, Take a, another quiz uh we found online um so we're gonna talk about that in a minute, but uh, we do gotta jump into uh our season four segment of uh that freaking happened Joey, do you wanna go first with it or you want me to uh start it out or go ahead, go ahead uh, awesome, so I read remind why you look for yours yep Thank i you. can only i could I could only assume that's why I go first.
1: Yep. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: Alright, Um, June 15th.
1: Doing this for you, and I totally forgot. Sorry, go ahead.
0: <laughs> no, it's okay. It's, 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 I know I, I know I sprung it
1: on you, because we, we
0: don't do it every week.
1: <laughs> I've only had like six months to prepare. <laughs> uh,
0: June 15th, 1648. The first American witchcraft execution. Margaret Jones is convicted and executed in Charleston, Massachusetts. One of the tests for witchcraft given her consisted of observing her for 24 hours during which time an imp was seen feeding off of her. The test was from the book The Discovery of Witches, 1647, by Matthew Hopkins. It claims that if a person was a witch, then imps would have to feed off the witch every 24 hours Imps were witches famili- were witches familiars who depend upon the witch for daily subsistences. Former governor of Massachusetts Bay Colony John Winthrop claimed to have seen the imp in the clear light of day. She was first victim of a witch hunt that lasted from sixteen forty eight to sixteen ninety three. Uh right. what? Yeah. Uh, About 80 people throughout New England were accused of practicing witchcraft, which over 20 executed for the crime. Wasn't some of the tests like, if you, if you, uh, if you're set on fire and you don't burn, you're a witch, or if, uh, if you, if you get, uh, submerged underwater and you don't drown, or if you get pushed off a cliff and, you know, don't die?
1: Yep. Uh, Yep. If you die, you're innocent. Yeah,
0: I'm gonna assume that that is the beginning of the, uh, phrase, my bad. Or, that's on me. Uh, or, uh, what's, what's that what's that fucking G.I. joke uh, thing? Like, uh, knowledge of power, or the know you more, uh, the more you know. you know? Yeah. God. Man. Salute to you, Massachusetts, for, uh, thinking outside the box on those, uh, witch tests. No
1: kidding. God, uh, my favorite was the one where they laid you on a bed of nails and then put rocks on your chest until, it. Crushed you. That was fun. <laughs> Classic. Gross.
0: Gross. <laughs> we uh, we got yeah. we
1: got for having. I've got almost exactly the same thing. Uh and by exactly the same thing I mean almost exactly the opposite. Uh on June sixteenth, eighteen eighty four, the first roller coaster in America opened in Coney Island, New York. Uh, this is from History.com. Known as a switchback railway, it was the brainchild of Lamarcus Thompson and traveled approximately six miles per hour and cost a nickel to ride. So, delightful. Six six miles an hour. Yep. Almost faster than most people walk. (laughs) There's the, uh, it's like, uh, what is it? Those, uh, those hoverboard things that aren't really, that don't hover.
0: Oh you know I got I got I gotta see a picture of that because I I couldn't imagine it being like um like a kind of roller coaster where like it goes like up and like straight down and shit like that because I mean there's no way that they had the technology to do that shit back in the day like, with the locking rails and all that they probably just like base it off of like trains.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. You're probably exactly right. You know, or like that one um uh what am I thinking of? There's that video of that guy who builds, uh, a small roller coaster in his yard for his kids. Yeah. Uh, and the trick is, he starts really high and it, the momentum carries him around the whole track. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's gotta be it, right? It, I mean, yeah. Um, the, uh, it's what is it? That, that Ferris wheel that's in Chicago. Oh, yeah. Isn't that from like the first world, like the Chicago World Fair or something like that? Like that all wooden.
1: I think the original one was, but there's a new one now.
0: I remember being on that thing in 2011. So I don't know if that's the original one that was there. I know, I know it was all wood, and it doesn't stop. You have to like walk onto it as it's moving.
1: Oh dang. Yeah, I remember that about that one. I don't know, I don't know if the new one does that or not. Yeah. It
0: was nice. I mean, like, I'm not a big fan of heights, but I, you know, I went, uh, I went with my girlfriend at the time and her family, and she's like, I want to ride the Ferris wheel, and I'm like, Godspeed. And then she bitched about me not doing it, and I'm like, there's no seatbelts. Fuck it. But, I ended up going, because, uh, I don't know. She, she's the boss, <laughs> I guess, so. Uh, yep. But it was fun. It wasn't that bad. I mean, it was, it wasn't like, uh, one of those, uh, seats where like, you know, you're just swinging freely with just like a, uh, a piece of metal across your waist. I mean, it was like one of those like, you know, actual like pod kind of things you sit in and I guess people could sit across from you. I mean, it was really cool. It was freaky because it was made yeah. of all wood, but.
1: Um. Right. I've always enjoyed that one though. My, uh, my mom used to take us up to Navy Pier once a year, it seemed like, and we'd, uh, we'd ride it. So we'd always get a picture up at the top. It's always fun. Nice.
0: do nice. right, Joe, let's uh, let's take some internet test.
1: I am into it. Man, exactly. they don't have any. When this was built, that's lame.
0: Right. I mean, I I'm gonna go based on like some of the. I guess you can't even do that. I guess you can't even base it on like like the date of questions and stuff like that. Um. <clears throat> so yeah, I don't I don't know. How? Yeah. I mean, you had to assume it was got to be within the last like five, six years, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it for sure was. I just was curious, and and it's not there. It's not on their website. Uh, How dare they?
0: Anyways, guys, this is the test we're going to take. So, uh, like I mentioned about a month ago, we took the political party quiz. Uh, Today, we're going to take a quiz to determine uh, which president we are more uh, similar to. Uh, There's 11 questions. And, uh, we're just gonna do what we did last time. We're gonna read through it and, uh, take it. Uh, you guys are more than welcome to, uh, take it along with us. It's, dot um, AmericanHistoryUSA.com backslash personality dash quiz backslash US President. Uh, when I release this show on Facebook, I'll put a link to the quiz. Um what we'll do is we'll take a quick break, uh, plug one of our, uh, Sponsors and uh, give you time to pull the quiz up and everything, so let's go ahead and do that.
1: This freaking show is brought to you by audible dot com if you like uh, if you like to read as much as I do if you enjoy a good book, head on over to audibletrialcom dot com slash freaknet. Maybe you don't like to read, maybe you like to have things read to you. Head on over to audibletrialcom dot com slash freaknet and you will get a thirty day free trial plus your first credit toward a free book. Uh, I recommend during this, this time of extended uh, uh, staying at home to, to pick something longer, something really good, maybe something by Stephen King. Maybe check out The Stand or It or any of the Dark Tower books. Anything in that category, you're going to find something that's at least 30 to 40 hours long, which is going to get you through a whole week of listening, Um so head on over to audibletrial.com slash freaknet today. Hi, right, Joe, you ready to take this quiz? I'm so ready.
0: Alright, awesome. So, uh, pretty similar to the last quiz we did, um but 11 questions, so it's not as long, not as bad. And, um, there yeah, there's more choices.
1: So, Yeah, that was, uh, it's, it's, in a way it's more nuanced and less nuanced, which is nice. Yeah,
0: so why don't you, uh, I'm going, I, I'm going to assume we're not going to have the mistake of last time and our question's going to be wrong. I'm going to assume these are all in the same order. So why don't you go ahead and uh, read the uh, first question and the uh, choices we have.
1: Well, here's my first question, and we'll see if they're all the same. Yeah. Uh, question 1 of 11, are you easily bothered when things don't go your way? hmm That's Great. what I got. Yep. Uh, option 1, yes. Option two, it depends on the situation. I try to keep a good attitude. Option three, not really. I can handle myself and my emotions. Option four, things have never gone my way in life. (laughs) Option five, if someone is trying to sabotage my plans, of course it would bother me. Number six, of course, but you have to shake it off and keep going. And finally, number seven, I'm probably too agreeable for my own good.
0: Um, there's two of them I could choose from. One is, uh, the, if someone is trying to sabotage my plans, of course it would bother me. Um, or, uh, of course, but, uh, you have to shake it off and keep going. If I had to be realistic about it, I'm going to go with the first one on, if someone is trying to sabotage my plans, of course it would bother me. So that's going to be my choice.
1: Nice. I'm between, uh, it depends on the situation. I try to keep a good attitude and not really, I can handle myself and my emotions.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think I'm gonna go with good attitude. that not really one. Oh no, the first. It
0: depends on the situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got you. I got you. Because it uh,
1: does. You know, some things I can, I can. Like, who gives a shit? And then there are other things that just immediately make me want to just beat people with fish.
0: <laughs> a big, a big tuna. One of those big ass five yeah. hundred pound fucking tunas. Yep. Oh god. Question two. In a work setting. You're in charge of a high-level employee who makes a couple of mistakes. What do you do? Do you fire them immediately? You cannot have dead weight on your team. Give them a clear warning with clear steps for improvement? Do you yell at them until they shape up? If they don't change, get rid of them? Do you look for a new role or for easier projects that they can complete without problems? Do you try to understand why they are struggling and what can be done to help them? Or, at first, nothing. Wait and see if it's an isolated event or part of a larger trend. And finally, I know it's wrong, but I can't stand to reprimand someone. Things would have to get really bad before I stepped in. Where you at, Joe?
1: I know my answer. This one's easy for me. Okay. I would try to understand why they're struggling and what can be done to help them. That uh, that's exactly what I would go for too.
0: Because I, I I mean I I I know that's what I would want someone to do for me if I'm doing something wrong, and I would rather them come to me and tell me I'm doing something wrong instead of just assuming I'm doing the thing right. But right. Um, firing someone immediately—that's a little
1: harsh. Yeah. Um, I also don't see the value in yelling at somebody until it's like step twelve. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's I've given every I've helped them every way that I can.
0: Oh yeah. And you don't really help somebody by just putting them on a new project. You want to show them how to do something, so Yeah, I think I think talking is always a good thing. Well what about number three here, Joe?
1: Let's see. Do you find it easy to make new friends? Do you get bored and depressed if you're not out there meeting new people? Do you usually find it easy? You have to have something in common, though. Or is it more like, meh, I have close friends already, but it's not like I'm shy around new people. Or is it more, not really, I get very nervous around new people. Or do you, have you always found it hard to meet new people or to turn acquaintances into close friends? Or do you not really care to have close friends because you're happy by yourself? The logical
0: answer for me would be, uh, I don't really care to have close friends, I'm happy by myself. But, it's more, I'm happy being by myself, but I do enjoy having close friends. So, I guess the alternative, which I think is more accurate, would be, meh, I have close friends already, but it's not like I'm shy around new people. That's not be my choice.
1: Meh. I, uh, meh. I have found, because of this COVID thing, mm-hmm. And I, in fact, get bored and depressed if I'm not out there meeting new people.
0: You are one of those, uh, social butterfly kind of people, Joe. Especially yep. in your line of work. You know what I mean? You, you need people to
1: do your job. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love people. I'm nice to, I love meeting new people and, and my favorite thing is to, is to learn someone's name. And then mm-hmm. like six months later, I see them walking into the sanctuary again and they're like, they don't even remember me barely. You know, they're like, Oh yeah, bow tie pastor guy. And I'm like, yeah, Sharon, what's up? How's the kids? <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm I'm more like uh I'm more like the guy that sits in the way back so people don't notice me, and then get pissed knowing that I'm the last person to leave because they start at the front. Mm-hmm. Nah, I'm That's how I am. <laughs> <laughs> Free for all, everyone go. Yeah, pretty uh, much. <laughs> all right, question four. You're going to a large party. Where there will be 40 to 50 people present. How do you feel? Uh Are you, uh, uh I don't consider it a large party unless there are hundreds of people kind of person. Are you, uh I'm planning to drink until the floor starts spinning. We'll take it from there kind of person. You find it exciting and uh it'll be fun. Are you looking forward to it? You just hope that you can actually have a good conversation with that much excitement and noise. How about uh, not too excited, but not nervous either. It is what it is. Too many people I prefer to hang out alone or with close friends. Finally, I cannot attend functions with this many people. I am prone to severe anxiety and or panic attacks in such situations. Where you at, Joe?
1: I I think that I am looking forward to it. I just hope that I can actually have a good conversation.
0: Uh, I am too many people. I prefer to hang out alone or with close friends. I can't do forty, fifty people. I mean, like, it it's one thing if it's like a wedding reception and shit like that, but if somebody called me up and said, "Hey, you know, I'm having some friends over," and say, like, "Oh, how many?" Ah, about thirty, forty people. Nah, no, that ain't me. Can't put that many people in one place. If it's a wedding reception, totally different. But fair, yeah. The only time I ever yeah. want to be around that many fucking people is a wedding reception or my own funeral. Because I assume there will be a long line to say goodbye to travesty. I hope. I hope so. Oh, I know so. Yeah, I know. I know so.
1: No, I feel like uh, I feel like forty or fifty people is just Christmas. Yeah.
0: What well, about your family, man?
1: Uh, you, guys got, you guys got too many relatives. That's why are. I love my.
0: That's why I love my dad's side of the family. You know how many people are on my dad's side of the family?
1: You and your siblings? And if your dad?
0: You, if you count my siblings, we may hit ten.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: It's nice. If I ever get married, the wedding invitation uh list is slim on his end. No kidding. Yeah, it's like I only got to send out, like, four invitations. It's wonderful.
1: Yeah, I think we hit a 100 people just off of people I felt like I should have listed.
0: Yeah, see, for you, I would feel really bad because you'd have to make a judgment call on who can and who can't.
1: Yeah, it was tough. You just got too tough. many
0: fucking people. Because cause then you get to the point, like, cause you, you can't even stop at, like, family. Now you got to look at, like, friends and shit,
1: you know? So right? you just, like, like, where does it end for you guys? Oh. Yeah, there were, we actually invited, most of the friends that we invited were in the wedding party. <laughs>
0: Right, just sitting up there drinking Vas uh water. Vase yep. water, not even vase, vase water. I don't wanna get confused with the uh the elegant, expensive water. Literally water from a vase. Nice. Uh okay. Question five. <clears throat> um your turn, Jeff, what we got?
1: Yeah. What is your relationship with alcohol? Honestly, I drink just about every day, but I love it. Who doesn't like to drink after a hard week on the job? Never trust a person who doesn't drink. Not much of a drinker, but I do enjoy smoking or some other vice. Eh, pun. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) I don't drink, but I put my balls in a clamp. Yikes.
0: Oh, God.
1: Uh, I could keep playing that character, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I enjoy a good drink every now and then, perhaps on the weekends. I'm not saying I never have too many, but I'm usually under control. I don't drink alcohol very often. Maybe on holidays or special occasions I'll have a glass of wine or a beer. Or finally, I don't drink at all. I've never drank in my life, or it has been many years since I did. What you at on this one? Uh,
0: I'm going to put myself at, uh, I enjoy a good drink every now and then, perhaps on the weekends. I'm not saying I never have too many, but usually I'm under control. I don't, you know, like ever, ever since this whole pandemic thing and being off work, I don't, I don't drink too much. Like, I think, I think I drink more with the, you ever hear, see those stupid, uh, snap, oh, you're not even on Snapchat, but hear about like, uh, the social media things where like people like would chug a drink, you know, take a video or something and be like, uh, get a chug, send a chug, or some shit like yeah, that. Brian yeah. yeah. says those
1: a lot. Yeah,
0: i I think I drink more sending those back than I actually did sitting and drinking myself. I, I, had drink a, that. I had a cookout where I didn't drink at all, and I was okay with it. Like I, I for I had as much fun as I could that night.
1: Yeah, I dig that. Yeah, I'm in the right. exact same place. I think I, I I I like to drink. I don't need to do it. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm past it. I'm, I'm beyond that time, you know? It's like, I'm I'm over it. I'm over it. If I have too much, you know, what ends up happening is, is I have more fun than I paid for. You know what I mean? Or I'm paying for more fun than I had. That's what I mean. The next day. Next couple of days. Jesus.
0: Yeah, usually when, usually when I'm, the nights that I really go and like drink excessively are nights where like I'll celebrate my birthday or like New Year's. Uh, family parties, I'll sit there and drink. Uh, if some people want to come over and have a couple of cocktails, I can do that too. But I mean, realistically, like, it's just like it, it, there's no excitement to really drinking anymore.
1: You know, it's, it's more of a, cel- uh,
0: celebratory kind of thing for me now and I'm okay with that.
1: Yeah. I think the last time I really tied one on was, uh, uh, I reconnected with an old friend from college. And we, after church, we met up at her favorite bar, her favorite neighborhood bar, mm-hmm. and uh she was friends with the bartenders, so we got free drinks all afternoon.
0: Oh shit! There you
1: go. Yeah, and so I, I think I probably put down at least a half a bottle of whiskey on my own. What kind and of? And then whiskey, we went. Yeah. Drink. What?
0: What kind of whiskey?
1: I don't even remember. It was their well whiskey, but oh. because. Of They'd improved the well whiskey. The well whiskey was like normally something that's at least mid-shelf.
0: So probably like a Jack Daniels or something like that. Or, um, a wild, <laughs> like a uh, wild turkey.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah something, something along like those lines. I gotcha. Yeah. It's tasty. Uh, it's yeah. Good. Gotcha.
0: Question six, Joe. <clears throat> Economically, what was life like when you were growing up? Were you rich? Can't deny that uh, your family offered you all the advantages in life. Maybe your parents weren't rich, exactly, but had a very comfortable childhood. Pretty average upbringing, middle class in a decent neighborhood. Weren't rich, but you appreciated what you had. Never worried about where your next meal came from. Grew up pretty poor. Family was destitute and or dysfunctional. Might have lived with various relatives and/or foster parents because things got so bad, or it's not very business. <laughs> Great, we got Joe.
1: See, uh I wish there was a step in between. We weren't rich, and I grew up pretty poor because I feel like that's that's where I was was between those two things. Because there there were a couple of times when I remember worrying about where my next meal would come from, but I don't think we were destitute and/or dysfunctional. Well, we were definitely dysfunctional, but. <laughs> And I've never lived with various relatives or foster parents because things got so bad. Yeah. So I, I guess I'm gonna go with we weren't rich, but we appreciated what we had.
0: Yeah, Jim. Uh, <clears throat> see, I'm between uh pretty average upbringing, middle class, and a decent neighborhood because I'm thinking about that time, not now, but like that time growing up. Um, I mean, I. Or you know we weren't rich, but appreciated, never worried about a meal, and realistically like we we didn't you know like i you know I had a mom who worked three to four jobs a week, you know to give us you know everything, so I guess I'll go with we weren't rich, but appreciated what we had um just because like i guess i i guess realistically, I can't say average upbringing compared to like everyone else, but I definitely didn't have to worry about any meals um I was blessed to have a mom who busted her ass for fucking everything and we always seemed to, we always seem to luck out. So, and plus my dad was there and stuff too, so. Yeah. And then Carl came along, you know, just uh, I gotta say, like, life kinda works out for me for the most part. Not right now. Right now I wish somebody would hire
1: me, but fuck it.
0: I just, somebody won my fucking lottery
1: last week, so I can't even rely on that shit now. Oh, I saw that. By themselves, I think, too. No, they don't have to share with anybody.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just a couple of miles away from, uh, Gima out there in Arizona. Yep. Yep. I told her, I told her to go find out if he was a widower. Fuck it.
1: Fuck <laughs> right. oh, yeah,
0: right no. it. <laughs> right until he dies. Anyways. <laughs> uh, uh, no. <laughs> number seven, Joe.
1: Be honest. Are you the type of person who can work 14 or 16 hours in a row on a regular basis? If I believe in what I'm doing, there's no end to the amount of work I can put in. This is something I can do and have done on occasion, but I would surely burn out if I had to put these kind of hours in on a normal day. You can do great things and still have some amount of time left to spend with your family. This sounds like a neurotic work schedule. There's more to life than hard work. Some people work their entire lives and die before they ever enjoy the benefits. I simply don't have the temperament for this. I think I would go crazy. If I'm in a job where I'm appreciated, then I won't have to work these kinds of hours. Or, honestly, I can barely focus on my job slash schoolwork for eight hours in a day. Sixteen hours sounds like a living nightmare. (laughs) Where are you at on this?
0: I'm gonna go with, uh, this is something I can do and have done on occasions, but I would surely burn out if I had to put these kind of hours in on a normal day. Which I used to. When I, when I worked, uh, when I worked at Intertech and I was an inspector, I would work, you know, for anywhere from 14 to 18 hours a day, you know, for four to six days straight. And it was just a norm back then. So, it's doable if, uh, the financial outcome was beneficial and, uh, I enjoyed what I was doing. Uh, to do, to do 16 hours at a job I hate, I, I probably wouldn't, but, um, yeah, so I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go with, uh, this is something I can do and have done, but I surely would burn out if I had to put these kind of hours in on a normal day.
1: Nice. That's what I should put, but I really do think that, uh, you know, I, I can remember many times when I put that kind of work in and, uh, I honestly miss it. I look forward to when... I'm not trying to sound like uh like i'm un, unappreciative for things, but like yeah. i'm paid part time work right now. I'm not gonna put fourteen or sixteen hours a day into a part time job, you mm-hmm. know, no matter how much I believe into it believe in it. I'm very sorry if any of my congregants happen to be listening for some reason um also, if you are why let me know that you're listening and tell me i am confused <laughs> um <laughs> I just don't know that any of them would like this type of show. That's all. I, I'm interested in why they would be, why they would like it.
0: oh do you, you do you not realize our demographics is between 55 and 90? Honestly, <laughs> that
1: is exactly the age of my church <laughs> <laughs> uh, people.
0: So, so what uh, what are you deciding on here?
1: Oh, the top option. Uh, mm. If I if I believe in what I'm doing, I can work that crazy schedule.
0: <clears throat> All right, number eight, How far would you go if it meant waking up with a million dollars tomorrow morning? I would have someone killed if it meant that kind of money, assuming I wouldn't get caught of course I would definitely be willing to place a good friend in a well-paying job that they aren't qualified for if it's for the, the, if it's for the good of society i would be I would be willing to bend a few rules I would even give most of that money away once I got it. We all tell a little white lie every now and then. If some company or politician want me to say something in return for that kind of payment, I wouldn't hesitate. A million dollars isn't really that much, and it's not like I need the money right now. My integrity is more important than such blandish... joy. what is it? Blandish. Blandish.
1: But I've never seen that word before in my life. Yeah, that's...
0: How dare they? They're just throwing random words in there. They should have been boulder-dash. Right? Or uh, a pit- if, what
1: Or a pittance. Pittance.
0: Oh, I like that. Uh, if someone offered me money to do something illegal, I would reject their overture at once and report them to the appropriate authorities. Can I pick what you would, uh, you, can I guess what you would, you would pick, Joe? Sure. I'm, I I would say that you would either go with the uh integrity blandishment one, or if you really thought about it enough for the money, uh definitely for the uh, good of society. I would say you're between those
1: two. Those are literally my top two options. Right. You're right. You're, on. Good, you're,
0: you're a good person like that. I'm not, but you are.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. But well, which uh, one? Which I'm, one I, are you gonna go down to? I'm thinking I'm my integrity gotcha
0: um i would place a good friend in a well-paying job that they aren't qualified for i figure it's the least harm right out of all these we're still getting That's the money fair. yeah right oh, i mean man. like you know if awkward colin needed to be a ceo of amazon fuck it if i can wake up tomorrow morning with a oh, million God. dollars and not worry about it one bit yeah
1: Absolutely, you know it depends on the job. Yeah, I would absolutely, I would love to put awkward Colin in charge of Amazon.
0: Right? I, I think he'll, I think he'll figure some shit out. Amazon Prime will be free to people.
1: Yeah. <coughs> right? Yeah, Colin will uh, fix shit. Pricey. Bring back to ninety nine dollars a year. Right?
0: Everything's free shipping.
1: Yeah. All, All right.
0: stuff. Number nine. We got three more questions here, Joe. What we got for number nine.
1: If someone makes a statement that you strongly disagree with, and you are both at a social gathering, what is your natural tendency? Just ignore it and move on with the conversation. Nobody wants to hear a petty squabble. I love a good debate. If someone is wrong, then they need to know why. Take my cue from the rest of the group. If someone else questions them, I will join in. But I don't want to bore everyone if they don't care. Uh really not the type to have strong opinions on most subjects. This isn't the kind of thing that would happen to me very often. If it's a question of opinion, I wouldn't care. But they are stating a fact that was simply false, like claiming the moon was made out of cheese, then I would correct. I don't really like to argue, and I'm not very good at it. Uh, It's doubtful that I would say anything. Finally, I would ask them to explain themselves more. Maybe they know something I haven't thought about. I might even learn something. What are you
0: thinking? Uh, I'm gonna go with the moon made of cheese one. If it's a question, if it's, if it's a question of opinion, I wouldn't care. But if they're saying a fact, then I'd probably debate. I I mean, like I I don't debate too much unless like it just sounds dumb. Yeah. Like some like if somebody comes up to me and tell me like like you know grass is orange, I'd be like. I mean, it's not, but I mean, if that's how you feel, it's like no, no, it's definitely orange. Like, but it's not. Um, Mm -hmm. But you know, like, I I, I know, I know, I'm argumentative. Like, everybody knows me, knows I'm argumentative, but to an extent, like, just like, if you if if you say something wrong and I correct you and you realize, oh, I am right, but you just want to argue anyways because you don't want to appear wrong, then it's gonna get worse. But. Yeah, uh if it's a question of opinion, I wouldn't care, but they were saying a fact that was simply false, like claiming the moon was made of cheese, then I would correct them. That's travesty right there.
1: I feel like, I don't know, it's a tough one. I'm between the first and the last, because most of the time, I think I do just ignore it and move on. But mm-hmm. every once in a while, if I'm with the right people in the right gathering, I do prefer to ask them to explain themselves more. So I think that's the one I'm gonna go with. Maybe they know something I haven't thought about. I might even learn something.
0: There you go. That's a solid one.
1: Solid. If, if nothing else ma- is what I aspire to.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're you're a man of education, man. Higher learning. That 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 that, that, that suits you well. I, I, I would go with that one. Plus plus it I mean, it even says in the question, someone makes a statement that you strongly disagree with, I don't think you can walk away from that, Joe.
1: No, I really can't. I've tried. Nah,
0: right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right.
0: Uh, number 10. Um, how do you feel from day to day? Are you generally happy with life? Um, I'm pretty lucky. I've been blessed in life and very content. I have my up and downs, but I can't complain. It's hard to say. I have some pretty wild mood swings, to be honest. Life isn't about happiness for its own sake. It's about accomplishments, duty, and good works. I'm not happy at all most of the time, but I deal. My life is miserable. Sometimes I wonder how I get through it. Joe, where are you standing?
1: This is a tough one. This is the first one I've been between three choices. Hmm, okay. What what are these three? yeah i I do feel like I'm pretty lucky and that I've been blessed in life and I'm very content, but sometimes I'm not you know what I mean sometimes I'm not feeling content i I want more out of life um and i also I do have some ups and downs because of my mood disorder, but generally speaking, I really can't complain. i got a roof over my head, I got you know cats and a wife, and it's nice uh but then on the last one um I really do feel like. You know, if you accomplish things, if you do your duty, and if you do nice things for people, um, you're gonna be content in the long run anyway. And that contentment is much more important to me than happiness will ever be. Gotcha. I got you.
0: Let me ask you a quick question here, Joe. Yeah. Does uh does your wife listen to the podcast? No. Does your wife hear you when you're recording this podcast? Sometimes. Because I'm just curious on the conversation you may have about her being
1: listed after cats. <laughs> no, she didn't. She'd expect it. <laughs> she list me after cats. I think. <laughs>
0: gotcha. what, what was the? Uh, what was your uh, ultimate choice? You went with?
1: Uh, I'm gonna go. Oh God, I'm gonna go with life isn't about happiness for its own sake. Gotcha.
0: I'm gonna go with uh, I have my ups and downs, but I can't complain. Right now, it's a down because of job hunting, but you know what? I'm still alive, and you know I I'm still going forward every single day. I'm on the be- I'm, I'm on the right side of the ground, as uh, they say. Yeah, yeah. Hey right, Joe. Read us uh, our last question of the quiz.
1: I like this one. What type of learning and reading are you most interested in? Are you Deeply into abstract philosophical questions, such as, what is the nature of knowledge? Do ideal forms exist? What is justice? Do you try to be well-rounded? History, literature, art, mechanical subjects, math, science, etc. You try to know a little bit about everything. Do you read and watch the news sometimes, but have too much to deal with in life to spend your time studying random intellectual subjects? Do you like practical subjects? Do you spend a lot of time learning about things that directly benefit you professionally, such as a particular trade or skill? Honestly, are you much of a lo- book learner at all? I think you might get your uh, education from the real world and life experience. Or finally, were you born on, born and raised on the mean streets? That's how you learned about life. <laughs> I like how they had to say the term "mean streets." You can't just say "born and raised on the streets." I know, right? The weird thing was, is I I was suddenly dyslexic for a second, and I thought it said "raised by mean squirrels." <laughs> <laughs> oh god, like Eric
0: Eric Matthews from uh, Boy Meets World plays yeah. with squirrels. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, to be honest, I'm not much of a book learner at all. I get my education from the real world and life experiences. I think that's usually the best. Nice. Or mean squirrels. If mean squirrels was the choice, I would pick that.
1: I, uh, I, I try to be well-rounded.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think that's kind of my thing. I do, I do feel like I, I have a little bit of knowledge about a lot of stuff. I'm a, I'm a jack of all trades, master of none kind of guy. <laughs>
0: Alright, you you ready to see what we got?
1: I'm so ready.
0: Guys, just to let you know, we don't take these tests ahead of time, and I swear to God, if we get the same president, it's all rigged. <laughs> Alright, it is telling me who I, yeah! <laughs> Ooh, who'd you get? I got Richard Nixon. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, oh, here we go. <laughs> All right. Richard Nixon grew up in a near poverty in rural California, laboring in a strict household. He disliked social occasions and can often be quite awkward, even in small groups. Nor did he go out of his way to please people. He was shrewd rather than bookish. He was a fantastic poker player and political
1: strategist.
0: Strat- stra- yeah, joint
1: strategist. Strategist.
0: Thank you. Yet he was also prone to distrust and outright paranoia. He was usually it was usually for him to forgive or overlook those who had slighted him in some way. His presidency is obviously noteworthy for the Watergate scandal it produced. He wrote extensively on foreign policies in his lifetime. He was president from 1969 to 1974.
1: President uh, Richard Nixon. Nice. Uh if you scroll down a little bit it'll show you who you, who else you are similar to and who you're different from and Richard Nixon is who I am least similar to. Which oh okay.
0: Who who was uh, who did you get?
1: I got Ike Dwight Eisenhower. Really? Uh, yeah. Which I'm surprised by. I didn't expect to get him. Uh he doesn't ever enter my mind though i never I never think about Eisenhower so except when I'm driving on two ninety
0: The only time I ever think about Eisenhower is his uh i think it was his presidential campaign is I like Ike yep um let's see I'm similar to Grant, which makes sense. I'm also similar to Andrew Jackson, which is interesting um I'm least similar to Franklin Pierce, which who gives a fuck
1: about Franklin oh. Pierce. Yeah, I don't even remember who Franklin Pierce is most of the time.
0: Uh, you know, he was born to a family of comfortable means in New Hampshire. Oh,
1: Nice. Yeah. Oh, that Pierce! Ah, there's a West Wing character named after him. Let's see <laughs> here. Uh, Dwight Eisenhower spent most of his childhood in Kansas, living in comfortable but modest circumstances. Having spent most of his life in the military, he was regimented, organized, and hardworking. He possessed great capacity for strategic thought when it came to matters of the military and world politics. He was fairly outgoing and got along with most people, yet he wasn't blind to the faults of others. He was well-adjusted mentally, to the point that some people found him boring. Independent of his time as president, his leadership in World War II makes him one of the great heroes of the United States and Western Europe. Yeah, I think that was pretty much the only reason he was president
0: is because of, uh, his, uh, military experience. But Eisenhower was, oh, yeah. Eisenhower was always interesting. I think, uh, isn't, uh, Patton or something like that? Didn't that have to do with Eisenhower? Or Patoon? Or, I don't fucking know. know. It's not Patton It's Patton, but...
1: Uh, was Patton an actual know. guy? I don't fucking know. Yeah, him. there was an actual guy, George S. Patton. But look at that. I'm, <laughs> fucking, uh, fucking tricky dicky here. Fucking... Nice. Nice. I'm also I'm also similar to Harry Truman and Barack Obama.
0: Okay, Tru-
1: Truman's interesting. Yeah, right. Didn't Truman
0: bomb Japan? I think he. I think he must
1: have. Right? He would have for two, right?
0: Yeah, he, I think he took over for FDR after FDR passed away. I'm pretty sure Truman was the one that uh, the Manhattan
1: Project, right? I think so.
0: Is not similar to you at yeah, all.
1: I actually feel like uh, reading this, I, I definitely feel closer to Truman than, than Eisenhower. Uh, largely grew up in rural and small town Missouri, which is very similar to rural and small town Indiana, let's be real. His family struggled financially. He was well read, but had a very rural tinged accent, outlook, and demeanor. He also had a famously hot temper. I have a hot temper. He wasn't the most outgoing of people, yet he was affable and very loyal to old friends. He was an early riser and worked very hard throughout his life. Truman understood people very well, forming an immediate distrust of the Soviet Union and Joseph Stalin after World War II and acting accordingly. Truman had a definite taste for whiskey, but not to the extent that it affected his work. He also tended to place people from Missouri in high positions, and some of them abused this trust. I've had people abuse my trust before.
0: I want to learn more about Grant because reading his description, it says he was a hard drinker and smoked several cigars a day. He, while he was personally ethical, his associate his associates were embroiled in an embarrassing number of scandals during his time as president. He had a number of strange personality quirks and superstitions. I got to learn about it. I got to read more about Grant.
1: I oh. know. Yeah. I and remember when, uh, when he was when he was kicking ass during the Civil War, uh people were complaining about his drinking, and Lincoln said, "Send all my generals a case of whatever Grant's drinking." <laughs> He's such a successful general. God, fucking Grant. God bless that man.
0: Fucking the Rough Riders, man. Fucking Grant, fucking Rough Riders. No, he does. Uh, that was Theodore Roosevelt. Also a good man. God, Teddy. Teddy Roosevelt, my favorite. One of my favorite uh presidents. Definitely in top five. Grant, Roosevelt, Lincoln. Definitely in the top five. I don't know who the other 2 would be. Uh. Anyways. Hey Joe, what are you
1: freaking thinking about? What am I freaking thinking about? What are you freaking thinking about, Joe? Uh hey, what are you freaking thinking about, Joe?
0: Thinking? No. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. So my phone broke last week. Oh. And uh uh I had the replacement came in um Literally between podcasts that we recorded today, so.
0: Nice.
1: I'm excited to have a working phone again. Uh, even though I really have enjoyed being untethered for a couple of days, it's been nice. So. Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess if I had to pick something, I'd pick that. Okay. What are you forgetting about?
0: Uh, I I mentioned last week how I was starting my, uh, my woodworking, refinishing hobby. Um, I started on those, uh, pair of dressers. I finished those up today. And already sold them. So. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of fun to do it. Uh, I learned uh, a lot of things about it as I was going through it because it was my first time. I was fairly new to it. I haven't done anything woodworking related really since high school. So it was a lot of, uh, you know, like learning as I'm going, making sure I'm doing the things right. Um, I did spend a little bit of money on getting the right kind of, uh, equipment and materials I needed. But, I'm very happy with they came out, like I said, I just finished them today and already have a buyer them. so I'm super excited for them to go and be with the new family and hopefully you know they you know cherish the hard work I put into it uh, I talked to a friend of mine uh he uh actually thought maybe sometime uh you know maybe in the next couple weeks or something. Uh, we'll go, so, we'll go do some garbage picking, picking up some, maybe some furniture that was uh, being thrown out so I can work on, or possibly even, uh, building something from scratch. So, like a bookcase or shelves or something, so. I'm really excited about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This episode of this freaking show is brought to you by BallWash.com. Now it's no secret that the man's most prized possession also happens to be the most sensitive part of his body. Balls are prone to sweat, odor causing bacteria, and irritation. Upgrade your ball's game with quality products formulated to keep your skin healthy and fresh. Guys, that is where BallWash.com comes in. Go to BallWash.com right now. Check out the variety of products they have, as well as kits and subscriptions they have available for you. And when you hit that checkout button and you go to pay for that order, make sure you use the promo code FREAKNET. That's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. At checkout, it will save you 15% on your entire order. That's right, BallWash.com. When it comes to your sack, they got your back. Mm-hmm. Hey, Joe. Yes. Every week our listeners can catch Cartoon Joe here on this freaking show. But if an hour a week of Cartoon Joe just isn't enough for our viewers, where can they go?
1: If you need more Cartoon Joe, you can find me over at the Geekcast Live podcast at ViolentPress.com you can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Google Play and Twitter by searching Geekcast Live. Perfect. Guys,
0: make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter just by searching this freaking show and our show is released every single week on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify and Podbean. Just by searching this freaking show. Just a reminder guys, you can pick up your this freaking show merchandise at teepublic.com. T-E-E-P-U-B-L-I-C.com. Just by searching TFS. Find all our merchandise. Buy something. It helps out the podcast. It literally helps out the podcast by purchasing stuff. Uh, thanks again nice. to our sponsors, uh, com and Audible. Uh, we do appreciate you guys, uh, taking a chance on the podcast. And make sure you check out the amazing products that Ballwash has to offer. They just released some, uh, boxers they are now available at ballwash.com use the promo code freaknet at checkout to save 15 percent on your order and of course go to audibletrial.com backslash freaknet today get your 30-day free trial plus a credit to your first book purchase and that's all i got guys as always i am travesty
1: and i'm cartoon joe
0: and thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show i'm out